This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Welcome back. We are turning to your health now, which is an important concern from all of us, obviously. Do you take multiple medications? Older Canadians take an average of five drugs. People in nursing homes take even more. And if you do, if that describes you, it's a very good idea to review those drugs and see if you still need to be on all of them and also to check for possible interactions. And you can get a meds check consultation free from your pharmacist. I'm here with Billy Chung, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. And we want to hear from you if you take three or more drugs. Uh, what's it like? Do you review that? Have you had a meds check? I'm curious if you've had a meds check, how did it go? Did it help? What was the result of it? Um, I think that would be useful information for all of us. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And of course, Billy will be happy to answer all of your pharmacy-related questions. Billy, hi. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Thanks, Libby. Hi. Hi. So uh, in the break, you told me something I found uh, very interesting. You'll, you'll do house calls for a meds check. Yeah, so, you know, the meds check program has been around for a number of years, and uh, we have people that get them regularly, and we have some people who never had them before. And I think in, in Canada, we've, we're, we're very lucky, and, and pharmacy and pharmacists, that whole service and the profession has really invo- evolved over the last, I'd probably say, decade or more to where you can access your pharmacist for your medication and health services. There, there are pharmacies everywhere. They're open, and you can access that pharmacist. Um, And one of the things that's been available now is that people can go to their pharmacist uh, and make an appointment uh, and or sometimes it might not be an appointment, might be just the pharmacist has to do something with you at that point in time when you're filling a prescription. Um, But it's uh, sitting down with them, sometimes in a private consultation room. And hopefully people have seen some of the pharmacies now that have these consultation rooms as well. Um, But it's different than that normal day-to-day interaction. It is is dedicated time, usually uninterrupted with the pharmacist. usually takes about 20 minutes, sometimes even up to half an hour, uh, to, to basically really review and look at what you're taking and why, and, and, and walking away with a, a, a better understanding of basically uh, your medications, uh, some things that may or may not uh, be things that you should be taking anymore as well. So lots of things, and we can dig deeper into that as well. Uh, and do you have to bring the actual physical drugs in, or is, is the record enough? So it depends on uh, your in, your relationship with your pharmacist. And if it's uh, the, your regular pharmacist who you go with go to on a regular basis, then they probably have your full record. If it's a, a pharmacist that maybe you haven't seen on a regular basis, or if you go to multiple pharmacies, then yes, usually they ask you to bring your medications in. 
as well as any over-the-counter, any herbals, any nutritional products, things like that, you bring it all into the pharmacy because that's part of the full review. It allows you to kind of get a full updated list, and it also ensures the pharmacy has the most updated records of what you're doing too. Okay, so I think that that highlights another two issues. So first, um, (laughs) you know, uh, you and our other pharmacist contributors often talk about the importance of going to one pharmacy to have everything in one place. I think that's just smart. Yeah. That's just smart. You don't want to be all over the place. Um, You know, some people are all over the place because they want to get drugs maybe that they shouldn't be getting, but uh, that's a whole other story. And uh, the other good point is is the herbals, the so-called natural products that most people don't think of and that can interact with your medications. Yeah, so it, it definitely the the one pharmacy um, uh, suggestion is 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 really key because we'd like to dream that our information is all possibly consolidated into one spot. And when you go to one doctor or one pharmacy and another pharmacy, everybody's seeing all the same information. And unfortunately, that's not the case due to all the privacy regulations, things like that. Everything's actually kind of very well defined within the four walls of where you show up. So if you fill a prescription in one pharmacy and you fill another prescription in another pharmacy and then if you're taking over-the-counter or herbal medications that aren't even in the system um, there's potential for a whole bunch of interactions that the system actually doesn't know about because that pharmacy may not have everything so I think that's important the um, question you brought up about the home meds check um, so these medication reviews they happen in the pharmacy but if you're somebody who can't get out of the house you're not able to um, get to your pharmacy maybe you get deliveries and things like that you can also get a, a home visit from your pharmacist, which wow. I think is phenomenal. Yes, um, it is phenomenal. Yeah, because they, they um, can come out, schedule appointment, obviously, um, and you know, the, uh, you'd know you be able to have all your medications there. Uh, you'd be able to sit down with them in your own home to do that medication review as well. Hmm. <laughs> it's all very interesting. So um, people, I would like to hear from you if you take natural products in addition to uh, your prescribed medication. I'd like to hear from you if you take three or more. Um, And also, if you've had a meds check, or what if uh, you've been on something for a really long time and you've gone off it recently or you're wondering? Because, you know, sometimes uh, people just keep renewing prescriptions, uh, not for any good reason. Yeah, and that's the interactions, right? So we'd love to hear what what kind of interactions have you had with your pharmacist, right? Like, what have you sat down and talked about your medications? Have they given you this review and a, a chart afterwards? Um, the other important thing with MedsCheck is that there's value in if you're going to be going to a hospital for a a scheduled um, surgery or something like that, you want to go into your pharmacy get a MedsCheck first because you're walking in with a complete list. Same with if you're going to be traveling. If you're moving from one city to another or, or out of province or something like that, then you go to your current pharmacy and get a med check done so you have an updated list for when you have to maybe go to a different pharmacy, right? So there's lots of different reasons why this uh, service is of great value to you in terms of um, uh, understanding your medications. Okay, uh, let's give out the numbers again, 416 416- Three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty and again uh, we want to hear about all those things the multiple medications uh, if you take so called uh, natural products herbal products in addition to your prescribed medication uh, if you've had a meds check um, what was the result of it if you've gone on or off 
new drugs recently. What happens with that? The numbers 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'm here with Billy Chung, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. And of course, he will take your calls and questions about anything pharmaceutically related. So we know that the average person over 65 takes five medications. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are the most common ones? Well, if you think about the conditions and diseases and things like that, that that, uh, people uh, have as they get older. So uh, key one, diabetes. Uh, we, we have a great percentage of the population. I think the last time I looked at statistics is that 5% of the population is diagnosed. There's another 5 that is undiagnosed. We don't know about it. And we think that that number is going up to 20% of the population down the road in terms of just the uh, number of people. Yeah. And there's lots of complications with diabetes. It puts people at high risk for cardiovascular disease. Um, cardiovascular disease is another condition where we see a lot of medications. People take blood pressure, cholesterol, uh, things like that. So, I mean, diabetes, high blood pressure, cardiovascular, those are probably some of the big ones. Arthritis is another one that we would see. Um, There is a meds check for diabetes, by the way, which is different. A special one. A very special one. And uh, it's actually done by pharmacists with some additional certification and training. Uh, In some cases, that uh, the pharmacist actually is a certified diabetes educator as well. So um, it's one of those things that you could or want to ask a question of when you talk to your pharmacist is that if they have that service available too, there's more to it in terms of the consultation. Okay, uh, let's take a call from Anne in Clarkson. Hi, Anne. Hi. Hi, Anne. Hi, how are you? We're fine. You're on the air. Well, thank you. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I've, I've just had a medication check. I'm on six medications. Wow. Um, my pharmacist, uh, she automatically asks us to do it, um, both my husband and I. And I, I find it very good because um, she'll say to me, okay, check this out with your doctor. You know, she's not, the, she's not the doctor, so she doesn't know. You've been on this medication for so long. Do you really need it? And then I go to my doctor and I check it. I just check it. And uh, my doctor will say, yes, you need it because you've had this, that, or the other thing. Or, or, you know, and so I think the medication checks are really good. Uh, did, did you change anything as a result of the check? Well, one of them I came off of com- completely altogether. That's, uh, that's impressive, I think. It's, you know? uh, yeah, you know what, and it's, uh, that's one of those advantages, that, and, and as Libby had said, is that sometimes you're taking something for so long, and it's just becomes, it, it just becomes part of the routine, and over the course of a year or a few years, you, you may not have actually had time to kind of look at and analyze, and a doctor may not have done it either, and so this gives that opportunity to say, okay, is there any reason to still be on something, uh, and if, if there's any reason to maybe change it, maybe there's something new out there as well, um, so, and the auto-asking as well, that's, you know, some pharmacies will do that. It's kind of like your the annual, what? automatically asking you for your oh. meds check that oh, okay. uh, Ann talked about is that some pharmacies will do that on an annual basis that there's a there's a note in the computer to say, you know what, it's time for your annual review. Let's set up an appointment and sit down and, and look at that. Exactly. And I, I really think it's important to, to go to the same pharmacy for everything. Yep. We agree with that. Definitely. And your you six, six meds is right on the number that Libby was talking about, right? About approximately five meds is, is what uh, a lot of the people and, are taking. And uh, how many is your husband on? My husband's on five. He's on five. Okay. Well, yeah. you're, you both are, you know, sitting there right with uh, most people uh, in the demo, as we say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead, Ann. Uh, my, my dad, he's 88 and he's on one. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah really. Good. He's healthy. Okay, and thank you very much for that. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Okay, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to take more of your calls about this because there is a lot to talk about here. The numbers again: four one six three six zero zero seven forty. Toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty. And we'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with our trusted contributor, Billy Chung, from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. We're talking about multiple medication and a meds check, and I am going to go right to the phones. We've got Patrick in Toronto. Hi, Patrick. Yes, good morning. Or Hi, Patrick. Afternoon, everyone. Afternoon. Afternoon, yes. Go ahead. Um, I... I'm on roughly a dozen medications. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I take uh, five of them at night and uh, the balance in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I had a meds check once. Didn't know what I was to expect at all, uh, but don't feel satisfied with uh, the qual quality of that meds check that mm-hmm. I did receive. So I want to go back and have a real one. But if you could, you know, I'll, I'll, um, I'll let you go. But if you could uh, describe exactly what is entailed in a meds check and what am I expecting to see? You know, that's a, Patrick, that's a good question. And uh, I'll let you know that as of October last year, uh, when MedSix was launched, there wasn't a lot of stipulations and specifics around it. And, and I think everybody was learning, the government was learning, pharmacies were learning how uh, to really provide that service. As of October last year, which is probably after your the time that you had that first meds check, there's that's been some standard. Right. Yeah, there's been standardization with how it, it actually runs. So there's actually standardized forms that every pharmacy uses. So regardless of which pharmacist or pharmacy you go to, you're going to have the same um, outputs in terms of the forms and the actual lists that you receive and things like that. They're all the same. So what to expect from a meds check? Well, first of all, the the pharmacist would uh, collect and gather and talk to you about your kind of your key demographic data, obviously to make sure the system's all up to date, um, but also to, to make sure that that information is there. Uh, there's a component that talks about lifestyle because that does affect your health as well as potentially with your medications. So it's it may be things related to um, alcohol intake, exercise, food and diet, smoking, things like that. So that's also gathered. Um, and then what the pharmacist will do is review each one of your medications, um, make sure that the dosage and the uh, how often you take it, things like that, are accurate. Uh, and what we find that surprisingly, uh, people will tell us, oh, no, I, it's on the label, but the doctor already told me to take it twice a day or, or do something different. So we want to make sure that's correct. Um, and then the discussion around why to take it, how best to take it, because sometimes it may be with or without food. It might be at a certain time of day better than another um, and so forth. And then any other special considerations, instructions, and things like that. If you're diabetic, it may also incorporate use of devices, um, the, the glucose meters, things like that, and how to take advantage of those. That may also be a part of it. So um, 
And then at the end of a med check, you may have an action plan. The pharmacist may be communicating with your doctor. You may have some uh, advice or instructions from the pharmacist to do certain things as well. And as you heard from that last caller with Anne, there was actually a follow-up with the doctor, and there was a medication that was changed too. Um, but you would walk away with a medication list that would basically be a very comprehensive and up-to-date um, uh, information piece that you can carry around with you for wherever That's you That's what I would like to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, is there a possibility that I can find this uh, expectations list yeah. somewhere yeah. that I can take with me you to can. the uh, meds check and uh, verify that he's doing all the things on that standardized Thing. Yep, completely. So if you go online and you even just type meds check, M-E-D-S-C-H-E-C-K, and, and, and Ontario, what will come up is the, the government of Ontario has a website that, that is just for you as a patient uh-huh. to actually see what a meds check is all about. So, okay. um, And I have to tell you this because we got really good pharmacists out there, and if your pharmacist is not providing you with that meds check service you're looking for, then... You do have choice. You do have an opportunity to go find. There are a lot of pharmacists out there. Yeah. Patrick, thank you you very much for that. Thank you for taking my call. Okay, bye-bye. Well, I think that's a very good clarification, Billy. Let us uh, move along here, and we have Margaret in Kitchener. Hi, Margaret. Hello. Hi, Margaret. I I, I was wondering why we could never find out what ingredients go into the medication that we take. Like uh, I, uh, I've been on Valium, okay, for about seems like fifty years, and I uh, I know that at first it was derived from the valerian plant. Yeah. But now, is it manufactured in the lab? Yeah. So you know what? That's a great question. Just around the ingredients. So when you look at your drug vial that you receive from the pharmacy, typically there's two names on it. Um, One of them would say, in your case, you're saying Valium, okay? So that would be the manufacturer's name that they've given the drug. So that's the brand name or what we refer to as the brand name. The chemical name, so in terms of the actual, what I would call the active ingredient, the ingredient that actually makes uh, a difference uh, in terms of the actual therapeutic effect is called diazepam. And you would see that also on the label. And that would be what I would call the main ingredient. So if you're looking for what is the active ingredient in your drug, typically that's on the vial. Um, so what's in diazepam? Diazepam is the actual chemical. It's the actual drug itself. Is it made from a plant or in the lab? I believe it's synthetic now. I yep. probably would need to care. Um, I probably would need to confirm that in terms of we would have to kind of dig it up in terms of what the manufacturing is. But so you don't know. I don't know directly. Yeah, pharmacists. You know, we don't know the actual uh, source well, it in all to be cases. Not to do the doctors. Well, it's, well, but you know what, Margaret? If you go into your pharmacist, they'll look it up yeah, for you. It's we not. Can find you know, out. they 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 don't have an encyclopedia in their heads necessarily. But these things are. You know, they can be found out. Yeah. Well, why are they going to school then? <laughs> it's it's it's. It's on all the other things that we help you with, but the actual, because whether it's synthetic or naturally derived, right, at the end of the day, the actual molecule is the same and it works and it's been, the drugs are actually tested to work in a certain way and we 
know that already, right? But again, if you want that other information, whether it is the active ingredient, how it's sourced, uh, that's like the deeper dive, digging deeper into it, we can find out for you. Just ask your pharmacist. If you want to know some of the fillers and the other ingredients that are oh, not no, active. No, they wouldn't tell me because some of it's made from snake venom, some of it's made from... <laughs> They'll no, tell you what's no, in there. Snake, snake venom. venom. No. I don't think so. It's pretty yeah. standardized. Oh, yeah. It's... urine. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I think you've been uh, reading t- <laughs> too yeah. many conspiracy no, theories. No, I've been watching TVO. Yeah, well, TVO. Well, maybe you've been watching too much TVO, uh, but no, but uh, TVO those... is a truthful station. There's no commercials on it, so they've nothing to gain. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I can let you know, and and this is something that we we do some studies into in terms of just the binders. It's methacellulose. Yeah. It's 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 sugar. It's it's things that helps to basically give some form to the active yeah. ingredients. So. Okay, Margaret. Thanks for your call. Uh, and you know, um, there are a lot of weird things out there, yes. and the one place where it's very difficult to know what's in it is is a lot of the so-called natural products, especially uh, if they come from places that are unregulated like China, India. Yep, definitely. Yeah, 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 we don't really know. And there have been tests on a lot of those products and they are found to contain uh, things that's not what people say they contain. But I think that with a pharmaceutical drug, that's uh, you can at least find out what's in it. The pharmaceutical drugs are very controlled in Canada. I think we do in, benefit from yeah. being in a, a country and a society that has that advantage, is that there's a lot of tight regulations to manufacturing practices, yeah. sourcing of ingredients, uh, the safety, all that stuff happens. Yeah, so don't worry about snake concerned. venom, really. That's right. <laughs> or bulls <TVO>, urine. <laughs> or bulls urine, TVO or, or not. Uh, let's go to Leah in Toronto. Hi, Leah. Hi there. Hi, Leah. Hi. So um, just my concern is I live a lot more on the natural and in quotation marks alternative side, even though I consider conventional medicine to be alternative because it's really a baby in terms of healing. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would really love to see that there would be more education on preventative measures and what people couldn't do, because it breaks my heart when I heard that man say that he's on 12 medications. Yeah. Well, what is wrong with that guy? Like, I, I'm not convinced that there aren't other alternatives that this person could be doing instead of loading his liver with a bunch of toxic chemicals that are just masking his symptoms. And I think quite possibly a large majority of people that are on medications are just trusting the man in the white coat or the woman in the white coat. And they're filling their bodies up with chemicals. There are no pharmaceutical drugs that are natural. It's all synthetic. Our bodies weren't built to take in You know synthetic. what, Leah? I, I have to stop you there. Some, some of what you say I would agree with, but, but I don't know why people, they think if something's natural, that it's benign. You know, those natural things, if they work, it's because they've got something strong in them. And uh, you have to be just as careful with those as you do with drugs. But uh, Billy's the expert here. It, you know, it's a, it's a very good point, and I agree with you, Libby, in terms of what you've just said there. I, I, I have a few uh, comments here around it. So I'm on the same page. If, if, if you are diagnosed with something, so first of all, I think that we, as, as patients and as people ourselves, need to take control of our own health. Okay, so it's yeah. not the guy in the white coat, and it's not your pharmacist either. Your pharmacist can help you, your doctor can help you, but we're the ones responsible for it. And whether that is diet, exercise, or looking at naturals or things that you can do, you do it. Now, that being said, there's also very good scientific clinical evidence on certain diseases and conditions and drugs that will help 
prevent them, manage them, or reduce your risk. Now, and I'll use an example. Somebody who's diagnosed with, say, diabetes or blood pressure or high cholesterol, first line, depending on the severity, and that's probably the key, depending on severity, is always lifestyle and natural things you can do and control without the drugs first. And typically, you're looking at somewhere between three and six months to try it, right? And if after three to six months, your levels are not down yet, your, your high blood pressure is still there, your blood glucose levels are still high, then I would highly recommend to people that at that point you do need to start looking at the options and advice out there because otherwise you may be putting you at risk for a heart attack, a stroke, uh, uh, other infections are losing, um, having those issues that are uh, ramifications and, of diseases. Know, b- in the break, B- Billy and I were talking about because we saw that you want to talk about prevention. Yeah. And part of the problem is that that you know uh, I was just ha- talking to people from the Canadian Cancer Society. A lot of prevention is diet and exercise, and people don't do it, even if they know. Because I think most people, Leah, know that that you can do a lot for your health by having a healthy diet and exercise. Agreed. But I think also at the same time, a lot of people, they trust their doctors, which we should. But you ask doctors how much time they spent in medical school learning about nutrition, and it's so upsetting because we eat every day. And there's a cause and effect here. Yep, and yep. I agree that natural medicine is powerful and there needs to be more focus on that. But people aren't going to be making as much money on it. And sadly, I feel like, and I'm not alone. Oh, on I this, think those drugs are pretty to expensive too. Natural products, um, go to you know a pharmacy or where you buy them. They're pretty expensive. I think you're discussing still not taking really. control of your health though. And so you're seeing, it's, it's not only a doctor. Yeah. You see a nutritionist, see some specialists exactly, that are in those areas. Exactly, a nutritionist, yeah. I think you find out right, as much right. information as you can. Right, and our healthcare system covers that, but it doesn't. So people just go to their doctor. So why don't doctors... Yeah. Learn about actually healing people instead of just putting them on drugs. Well, well, I, I think some doctors do heal they're, people, they're but there, we yeah. take your point, people. And yeah. I think it comes down to what Billy said. Got to take control of your health. Leah, we've got to go. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Bye-bye. Okay. Um, we've got less than a minute left, Billy, so um, take it away. You know, uh, if you have been getting medication reviews or meds checks from your pharmacist, then I think you should continue. If the uh, if you're looking at the quality of it, then make sure you speak to your pharmacist. Let them know what your expectations are. If you've never had a medication review, then I think you should talk to your pharmacist about maybe sitting down and doing one, especially if you're on three or more medications. There's just an opportunity there to do something and have something that's going to be helpful to you and also making sure the pharmacy has the most updated records on what you're doing. Okay. Thanks so much to our trusted contributor, Billy Chung from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.